Hey, welcome back to Real Talk. Thanks for hanging out with us. He's Joe. I'm Brad. Today's episode begins with a bit of a confession. Beautiful. Love it. I, I had. I think the. I think the Real Talk folks are gonna like this. Are you confessing to me, or are you asking for a confession? Me. Okay, I, good. Please. The I, fans are gonna like this. I ate red meat this weekend. No! Yes! <laughs> Can you believe it? A friend made deer steak. Wow. And, and I was like, sure, I'll, 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 I'll sample a, And what a bit. did you think? I, w- I had seconds. Pleasant. I had a surprised. few more bites. It was unbelievable. Was it the first time you had red meat? I mean, not the first, but it's been a while. So you, had, you ate red meat? I ate red meat. It was really good. And it didn't send me like running to the bathroom or anything. Oh, like it was, really, it was really tasty. It's always interesting. Like deer. I didn't realize that deer meat, meat is red meat. meat. I know. It's kind of, right? kind of an interesting fact. Until yeah. you're in deer country like we are here in Pennsylvania. Right. You don't know that deer meat's red meat. It was great. It's I'm cool. not sure I'm going to expand my red meat horizons, but... That's good to know that you're I actually not anti meat. I actually thought like, maybe yeah, I'll have a steak with you sometime. Maybe. Could I cook it for you? Yeah. You yes, you would have to. Oh, I, I like that. Thank you. That's, yeah. that's a merry Christmas to you and good. me. Okay, yeah. good. So let's talk about all things weird in Christianity. So among a lot of supernatural stories, events in Christianity, there is one that's really crazy. There's a claim that a virgin had a baby. <laughs> Right? <laughs> Isn't this a part of the beautiful narrative of the Christmas story? Yes, yes. Once upon Mary a time. and Joseph went to the fertility clinic and had IVF. At, no, right? No. What in the world? I know. And it's like, you kind of skip over this when you're reading to your kids this beautiful yes. And the virgin will give birth to <laughs> yes. her. And yes. she will call him. It's like, wait, what? Yes. This is a part of the pleasant Christmas story. Yes. So... Assume for a second there's no tricks, there's no mm-hmm. m- medical procedure, there's, right? Someone who has not had sexual intercourse has a child. This is the, a... The facts of how we read it in the gospel, right? Yes. So it's pretty outstanding radical claim. Do Christians have to believe this? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. It's crazy, though. It doesn't make for good... Um, bedtime stories when the kids are like reading right, it. And right. you're like reading through it fast, like, oh, this is so Mommy, what does this mean? What does virgin mean, yeah, Mommy? Yeah. Like, it's certainly not a part of the idyllic Christmas moment. Yeah. But it cannot be removed, right? It can't be, and we'll, we'll get to that in a minute. There are so many people, though, I think in, in, in recent years that want to explain it away. Or I, I read an article about someone who said, listen, you can love Jesus and be enlightened enough to know this is a fairy tale. Like, I'm Whoa. just not buying this, right? Wow. And it was like, well, hang on a minute. There's actually a number of implications wow. if it's not true. And we'll, yeah. we'll talk about what some of those are. But I can understand why someone would say, this is, this is one of those parts in that I can believe everything, this I can't believe, and it really doesn't matter that I believe it. So yes, I think a lot of people would go to that. Like, I'm not sure if I believe it, but, you know, I'm not sure that it, it matters. Is it significant? Oh, right. But yes. it's super significant. Right? Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, even at, the, even at the sort of the basic level, just and we'll get into why, as it relates to who Jesus is and things mm-hmm. like that, but just at the basic level of, of reading the Bible... There's like zero loophole in interpretation of what yep. the gospel says. It, it says a virgin gave birth to a child. You know, some people go, well, maybe it's just a young girl. Maybe we mixed up no, the group. No, no, no. no. It, it's very clear what the original language says. Yep. It is clearly it's, virgin, which is someone who has not had intercourse. Yep. And that's New Testament. Old Testament. It's not like it's like, okay, it only shows up in the New Testament. Right. 
It's like, no, it was prophesied that this is what will happen. Yep. You can't get rid of it. You can't explain it away. Right. So pulling at that, it's like denying it says something about the accuracy that you view the Gospels with, mm -hmm. right? So just at a really simple level. But, okay, why does it matter? I mean, it's such a great question. I mean, there's so many ways I could answer that. Yeah, there's we tons. Can talk let's about get that. them all out. Like, let's it's get like a bunch at of them At the out. highest, widest level, this has everything to do with what you think about the character, the ability, the strength of God. Mm -hmm. It's like, first and foremost, if he says, as almost like you're setting it up hermeneutically, interpretive, yeah. if the Bible says it, and there's no way to explain it away, in multiple spots... What do you think about the character of God when yeah. he says something and then you and go, go I, don't I didn't yeah. believe that part of it, yeah. like character of God. Strength and ability of God. Yes. Can God make a birth occur right. without two people coming together? Right. Yes. Mm -hmm. He is strong enough, capable enough, sovereign enough. He designed the system. So if he wants to break it, yeah, he's God. Yep, yep. I mean, I think you start even there with who he is and his character. Is he yep. strong enough, capable enough? Yes. Is he sovereign enough? Yes. And he said it, yep. then therefore, boom, it happens. I mean, one of the things that I think about it too, and, and we're going to get to the character and the work and person of Christ, this, this understanding that Jesus was born of a virgin is just part of historical Christianity. It's, it's just Orthodox Christianity. And so I think we in Western enlightened culture, we run to, oh, we're so smart. Mm -hmm. We, you know, and people in history are so dumb. Actually, mm -hmm. the church fathers are really smart and studied history and scriptures far more than we have, right? Mm -hmm. And since the beginning, this is a, a, a truth that was held on to. I mean, you look at early historical documents and the church fathers are like, this was the birth of a son to a virgin. There's, yep. there's nothing in history that goes, eh, they're kind of dumb. They no. believed a fairy tale. Agree. And, and, and it's interesting. If you get to the intersection of the Gospels and the first, in some ways, first seed oh. moment of the birth, the life of Christ... Everything starts with, can God do something supernatural yeah. to break into history? Oh, yeah. And do, if you get stuck on the virgin birth and go, no, then every other spot that's miraculous, powerful, supernatural, oh. which is at the very heart of the life of Christ and Christology, yeah. if you get stuck there and go, that doesn't matter, then the rest of it doesn't matter either. Yeah, because in some ways, the, that's just the beginning. That's the first. <laughs> Wait till you see what he's going to do in a couple of decades. Like. Right? In exactly. his death and so, resurrection? You know, before you could ever embrace a salvation from Jesus, if God isn't big enough and strong enough to break into history this way through a virgin birth, then there's nothing else that he's going to do to impress you after that. Where yeah. you're going to go, well, I can't believe that, but I can believe this. Right. Like, no. Is he big enough, strong enough to do whatever he wants because he's sovereign creator of the universe? Yeah, that's he good. He speaks and things happen. Yeah, that's good. Yes or no? Yeah. You can't get there. Right. How are you going to get to he comes back to life and... Or he lives inside you? It, like, yeah. I mean... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like... Yeah. So let's talk about why it matters to salvation, because mm -hmm. that's a big piece, right? Like Jesus being born of this virgin is a big piece in can he even accomplish salvation, mm -hmm. right? Because so Jesus dies 
the death that we deserve for our sins. But you can't die for my sins. I can't die for your sins. There's, there's no one else that can, right? So Jesus, for, for a couple of reasons, he can. One is he lived a perfect life. I mean, I've thought about this, man. One sin screws this whole thing up. Jesus, if he has one lustful thought, if he has one immoral, impure motive, if he has one fit of rage and, and harsh words, this whole thing is, mm -hmm. it doesn't work. Nope. There is no salvation mm -hmm. because only the perfect sacrifice can be made for our sins. So he has to live a perfect life back up to his birth. It means he has to be born without the stain of sin, right? Mm -hmm. And for all of us, the Bible says that we're born with this nature of mm -hmm. sin. Like we, we choose sin, but we're already born mm -hmm. marred by sin. Yep. Jesus can't have that. So there has to be some supernatural mm -hmm. intervention. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, the Bible will describe him as the second Adam. Mm -hmm. So it's always connecting back mm -hmm. to this beginning moment where God creates Adam out of nothing, mm -hmm. right? So can he or can he create the first Adam out yeah. of nothing? Right. Yeah, well, we, he, there's a person that shows up on planet Earth named Adam. Given all the opportunities, Adam breaks, you know, the law of God. Mm -hmm. And because of that, we have what theologians call a sinful nature, that we're born with a disposition. We're conceived, David says, in sin. Right. Surely I was sinful from birth. Right. So there's this part of us as humans. And you could go, that's not fair, that's not right. It's like, well, if I was the first Adam, I would have chosen myself too over following God. Right. So because of that, we're down this family line of mm -hmm. our nature is sinful. And what you're saying is, Jesus doesn't have that sin nature. Right. So you got your sin nature genetically yes. from your mom and your dad. And you I got, it, got from... it from my mom and my dad. And they back generations, right? Mm -hmm. So if Jesus is just the biological byproduct of Mary and Joseph coming together and having sex and her getting pregnant, he has a sin nature. God mm -hmm. has to have intervened so that Jesus doesn't have a sin nature nature. Super important. Like that's, or he can't die for us. And well, this whole thing is meaningless. So, I mean, that's an aspect of it. So it's like, okay, so he comes into planet earth without a sin nature because God intervenes. Yes. And in some ways he lends the sperm side that joins to a female egg. Yeah. Like whatever, however it happens. But because of that, he has no sinful nature. Now he still has choices throughout yes. his life, yep. which is the choice to sin. Mm -hmm. And he chooses, with the help of the Spirit, a totally separate subject, to not sin. That's what makes him the perfect spotless. So he could have come into the world without a sin nature and, and yep. chosen Yep. It has sin. to be both. It's both. Without yeah. a sin nature and without sin by choice through yeah. his life. So I have a sin nature, but I can choose not to sin. I have this nature, but I'm choosing with the, spirit of the Spirit's power not to sin. Jesus has no sinful nature, and he chooses the, sin, the Spirit's power to not sin. And because of that, he's the perfect sacrifice right. for our sins. Without right. that... Yep. So if he's born... Like me or you. Like either of us. Even if he doesn't choose to sin, he already has a sin nature. He can't die for us. No. Nope. So it, it, that's part of why the virgin, you go like, does it matter? Yes, it matters for this reason. And mm -hmm. somehow God in his divinity... Mary doesn't pass along her sin nature, yeah. right? It's, it's the, the nature of God that is passed to Christ in this way.
So other Christian tribes, and you want to go at the Immaculate Conception for a second, yep. right? So, so other tribes of Christianity will say that Jesus was born to Mary, who, so they're trying to answer it through another different way. So mm-hmm. Mary isn't sinful. Right. She's immaculate. Right. Right. So she's perfect. Right. And she's chosen as the perfect. Right. So it's sort of like God and Mary, the two perfect, come together to make a perfect. Like, right. No, we would no. say no to right. that. That actually, no, Mary was highly favored. Yes. An incredibly important character. Absolutely. Person. Can be honored. Devout, honored. Absolutely. I mean, she set all nations. I mean, we, we will honor Mary. Yeah. But she's not sinless. No. She was born with us in nature and made choices to sin. And it's like, actually, the thing about the Immaculate Conception is interesting because it's like Jesus has Mary's biological traits. Yes. Just not her sin nature. Yes. So, like, she gave herself, and in Jesus, you see Mary. Mm-hmm. Like, like, she. Jesus would ha- like be the reason he has olive skin. In his yeah, yeah, yeah. Would because yeah, color, eyes, hair, personality, face. Even, yeah, exactly. All would come from Mary. Yep. And yet this divine inter- interruption creates him. I mean, it's f- incredible to it, think about because it's so different. It's totally extraordinary, and there's nothing else like it. People will point to certain um, sort of Greek mythological things mm-hmm. and go, "Well, this this god maybe." That's a story. This is a person we're talking about, right? Mm-hmm. So um, there's nothing like it. People have tried to copy it in some of their fables and mythologies, but there's nothing like this. It's so, it's so incredible that he's fully God and fully man mm-hmm. and perfect because it comes from the interruption of the process mm-hmm. down through the line. Yep. It's like, no. So other reasons why it's important theologically? Well, it, it's the perfect connection of the divine and humankind makes him this perfect go-between with us and God the Father, right? Because he is totally one of us. He's not just God walking around in skin, but he's kind of hiding. He's in disguise. No, he actually is one of us, and he's totally God. So he doesn't, um, he doesn't come up short. He doesn't have to stand in God the Father's presence and... Um, not feel accepted. He's fully welcomed in both worlds, yeah, right? Yeah, Which yeah. makes him the perfect intermediary. Which is great. That's, That's cool. To think about that he's perfectly welcome in both. Yeah. And perfectly comfortable in both. Oh, yeah. Which That's is good. fun to think about. Interesting to think of his lineage and how this interrupts his lineage and how it interact, inter, interacts with the fact that he's fulfilling prophecy. Right. But not in a way anybody predicted. Nope. Right, like it was prophesied that he yep. that a virgin would give birth, but he has to he has to interrupt this really important Davidic lineage yep. in order to be the promised Messiah, and does it in a way like you said that no one would expect, in a way that people would look back at the genealogical records and go, "Oh, we never saw that coming. <laughs> we didn't know that could happen." But it actually has to be uh, something special about this birth to make it possible. Yeah, for the interruption to to fit the prophecy. Really, that's cool. all. Just like a light conversation about the virgin birth. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that modern followers of Christ would do well to not dismiss the virgin birth. In fact, if you're going to take your Christianity seriously, 
to actually be like a dog on a bone and say, I'm not going to be satisfied yeah. as a follower of Christ until I understand the incredible implications of the virgin birth. Yeah. So in some ways, instead of you ignoring it and running past it, yeah. stop, slow down, and say, I will not move forward in my faith. I will not until I can understand the implications of the virgin birth. Because when you start to pull up at the threads of it, it becomes so beautifully inviting mm -hmm. to yeah. see, whoa, this is so helpful to grow my faith and cause me to believe even more that Jesus is who he says he is because of the virgin birth. Yep. And don't and, and to not be afraid of the supernatural. No. Because if you actually lean, instead of going, oh, Christians are dumb and they're just, you know, if they had any common sense, actually if you investigate the supernatural, God doesn't contradict himself. And so throughout yep. history, all the dots actually connect. And the the only sensical conclusion is, whoa, God did something unique here. To get everybody's attention. And yep. even though you said the virgin, this I think that prophecy says, I'm not, you don't remember it better. This will be a sign to you. The virgin will give birth. Right. He's going like, look at this. <laughs> right. 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 And so as followers of Christ, we look at the cross. We look at the empty tomb. We look at a lot of things. But I wonder if, again, go back to look at this, because this is the foundational spot that all those other supernatural things are built on. And many Christians don't stop at that signpost mm -hmm. and then wonder why they struggle with maybe. Like, go there and pull in all those threads yeah. and watch why the church for 2,000 years would die. People have died yep. for the virgin birth. Yeah, It's like, this will be a sign to you. Yep. Pay attention. Right. This Jesus is coming through a virgin. That's oh, cool. So cool. Do you think Jesus ate deer meat? No. I don't know if they're deer or native to middle the Middle East. Oh. I think he, no, I was going to say, oh. <laughs> I was gonna say something. He might have eaten pork, but no, 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 he no. Didn't. no like, he didn't. When all those pork oh, the pigs nice, went down, there. I had a nice pork chop. Also, you did? Yeah. Is that I'm white full meat? of meat <laughs> this weekend? <laughs> what kind of meat are you gonna have for Christmas? I don't Do you know. eat meat for Christmas? Ham. Will you eat a ham? Yes. I think we'll have red meat for Christmas. Oh, good. For the red in the Christmas story. <laughs> okay. <laughs> See you next time.